Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is your brother Mikhail Ahmed Smith here from Qalam. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please donate to Qalam by visiting supportqalam.com. We love being able to share this content for free, and your donation ensures that we will always be able to do so. Each podcast we produce has thousands of lis- listeners, so the support you give to this community in this effort brings immense reward. You never know who will benefit from your donation. Assalamu alaikum. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa hubba amal yuqarribuna ila hubbik ya rabbil alameen. اللهم إنا نسألك رضاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من سقطك وغضبك والنار يا رب العالمين. So we come here gathered with the intention of learning beneficial knowledge of the Deen and beneficial knowledge of our blessed Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. And the intention is that whatever knowledge that we gain from this gathering, that knowledge will immediately come into our hearts. That is our intention. That we ask Allah سبحانه وتعالى to allow the knowledge that we gain from this gathering to immediately penetrate our hearts. It'd be a means for us to better our state. Better our state and come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Feet, kursi, feet. So inshallah, um, for those um, who are new to the class, and just a reminder for everyone, we're studying Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi's Al-Jawab al-Kafi. لمن سأل عن دواء الشافي ابن قيم الجوزية رحمه الله he wrote this book explaining معاصيه and disobedience of Allah سبحانه وتعالى he wrote this book explaining the effects and the consequences of disobedience of Allah the effects and consequences of معاصيه ذنوب sins anything that cuts us from Allah سبحانه وتعالى and last week the section that we were studying last week was a section in which he divided the sins, the type of ma'asi. He says that there are different types of ma'asi. And he says, He said that if you look at all of the sins, all of the ways of disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of the sins break down into four different types of sins. And those types of sins were, number one category was malakiyah, which he called uh, angelic sins. Which seems like a kind of an oxymoron in and of itself. How can a sin be angelic? Well, it can be angelic if the nature of it is that you're elevating yourself above your position. So some of the sins, like the, the sin of tekabbur, for example, is a sin of when one arrogates oneself, one is of raising themselves above their position. So that's a sin of malakiyah. Then the next type of sin, he said, was dunub al-shayatiniyah. That's the sins that are just like shaytan which are like hasad, jealousy of someone. Like that is a satanic type of ma'asi. It's a purely satanic type of ma'asiyah. Um, and he said, al-ghash, to, to, to trick people. Or ghash actually means to cover things up. To cover, man ghashyana falaysa minna, Rasul Sallallahu he said, the one who uh, deceives us. So he went to, um, he was shopping in the, in the, in the marketplace. And the Rasul Sallallahu when he got to the marketplace, he used to just walk around the marketplace to see how things are going. And sometimes joke with people, meet people, do different things in the marketplace. So this one incident, he comes to the marketplace and someone is selling some, some type of uh, wheat, barley, or something like that. And on top it's dry, right? On top it's dry. And the Rasul Sallallahu he stuck his hand inside of it. And he realized that it was belal inside, it was moist inside. Now obviously, it's like the one who sells you meat and it's frozen. You know what I'm saying? When they sell meat and it's frozen, and half of that weight is, uh, is what? Water. It's water. Right? You get home, you, unth- you thaw it out, and it's like, right? So, so the Prophet Sallallahu he stuck his hand inside of that, uh, that pile, and it was wet. And he's like, what's up with this? What's going on? And he's like, Ya Rasulullah, Sabun Mata. Like, last night it rained. And what do you want me to do? Last night it rained. And Rasul Sallallahu said, if that's the case, why didn't you put this on top? 
right? Why didn't you make that aib, that fault, apparent to the people? Why didn't you put that on top? And then Rasulullah said, he said, Ah, no, the one who deceives us is not from amongst us. The one who deceives us. So Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziya, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says that's one, that's one of the satanic type of sins. Al-ghash, wal-ghal, treachery. Treachery. Wal-khida, trickery. Wal-makr, plotting, employing. These are satanic sins. Then the, sec, the third type of sins was adunubu sabu'iyya. Sabu'i is a predatorial animal. A predatorial animal. And, and he said, these are the sins like al-ghaba, rage. Al-safqud-dima, uh, 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 bloodshed. Wanting to see bloodshed. This is a, 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 a sin that is sabu'iyya because a sabu'i is, a, is a, 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 a predatorial animal. So he says that some people are afflicted with these type of sins where they like to see bloodshed and they like to... Uh, express all of that anger is coming out. So he said these are the sins of... Um, oh, and another one, he says, to always overpower weak people. To just want to be over top of people that are weaker. This is from the category of the third category of sins, which is dhunubu sabu'iyya. And then the fourth category that Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziya highlights and subhanAllah, as I was going through this, I was saying before, I haven't found this same categorization with any other scholars. So it's a very, very beautiful way to highlight and understand the different types of sins there are. So, al-dhunub al-bahima, bahimiya. Al-dhunub al-bahima. No, fadda, shut up now. Put down, put down. Insha'Allah. Jameel, mashallah. Nawartana, mashallah. Nawart. <laughs> What's your name, brother? Ahmed, mashallah. You married Ahmed? All right, cool, mashallah. Right? So, Ibn Qayyim al-Jazeera, he says, the fourth type of sins are are the sins of the just purely animalistic sins. Now, these aren't predatorial animals. These are other types of animals, other types of animals, like dogs and cats and different other types of animals. He says, this category of sins is not, are not those type of animals that necessarily attack something else, but they have low qualities, low qualities. So he says, for example, adhirs ala qaba'a shahwa, to want to always fulfill all of the desires, the low desires. The desires of the stomach and the private areas. He says, from this category of sins, comes the sin of zina. Comes the sin of zina. Right? So, subhanAllah, this is a beautiful breakdown, Ibn Qayyim al And this was just a recap of what we covered um, last week. Now, Ibn Qayyim al into some new material, Ibn Qayyim al he now talks about the sagha'ir versus the kaba'ir. The, the minor sins versus the major sins. Um, and so he says, Bismillah. وَقَدْ أَدَّلَّ الْقُرْآنَ وَالسُنَّةُ وَإِجْمَعَ الصَّحَابَ وَالتَّابِئِينَ بَعْدَهُمْ وَلَا إِمَّا عَلَىٰ أَنَّ مِنَ الدُّنُوبِ كَبَائِرِ وَالسَّغَائِرِ He says that from the Qur'an, from the Sunnah, from the consensus of the Sahaba, Ijma'a al-Sahaba, that the sins are broken down into two types. You have dhunub al-kaba'ir, the major sins, and dhunub al-sagha'ir. Dhunub al-sagha'ir. And he uses a verse, he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in tajtanibu, if you avoid, if you stay away from, kaba'ir, the major, ma tunhawna an, of that which you have been uh, prohibited from. Yunukafir ankum, Allah says, we will forgive your sins. Sayyatikum, wunudakhilkum mudakhalan kanima. Kanima. We will enter you into a noble entering, a gracious entering. Al-Kareem, what does the word Kareem mean? Kareem is the one who gives even when you don't deserve. And that's what she does. Kareem is the one who gives. So when you call on Ya Kareem, Ya Kareem, you call Allah, Ya Kareem, that's saying, Ya Allah, I don't deserve, but give it to me. That's what that name specifically means, Kareem. That I don't even deserve it, Ya Allah. But give it to me, Ya Allah, because you're Kareem. In the Sahih, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, الصلوات الخمس, the five prayers, والجمعة إلى جمعة, 
and one Jum'ah to the next Jum'ah. Wa Ramadan ila Ramadan. And fasting one Ramadan into the next Ramadan. Mukaffirat lima bainahuma. Our expiation. Mukaffirat, kaffara, means it wipes away. Kaffara, it wipes it away. Kaffarat, so praying the five prayers, Jum'ah to Jum'ah, Ramadan to Ramadan, these actions wipe away the actions in between, the sins in between. But the hadith says, When you stay away from the kaba'ir. When you stay away. So Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzira, he's trying to explain to us that there's this distinction between the kaba'ir and the sagha'ir. Now look what he says next. He says, now this hadith talks about some of the righteous deeds being able to uh, expiate or take away the bad deeds. So he says, but pay attention closely. He says, He says, these types of good deeds that wipe away the bad deeds, there's three levels of these. There's three levels of these. Three levels. He says, number one, He says, the first category is that the good deeds that you did, they are not strong enough, taqsir, they are not enough, they're not strong enough to do takfir al-sagha'ir, to, to wipe away the small deeds. So, so, you know, you just bust out a maghrib, but that maghrib that you just prayed was too weak to actually wipe out the deeds from before. And he says, well, why though? Why? Lidhu'fiha. Because you're because it was too weak. It didn't have the strength. And what ikhlas, the sincerity that's needed in it. See, the weight of the action, the weight and the strength of the action lies in the soul factor of your ikhlas and the amount of your focus in that action. The whole determinant of how heavy an action is on the scales is the amount of the ikhlas in it. And wallahi, brothers and sisters, ikhlas is powerful. Ikhlas is no joke. I'll give you an example of ikhlas. I told uh, the, the seminary students this story, I think. So me and my friends, when we used to come back from, I was in grade school. Right, this is, you remember this story? Yeah. All right. So we used to, I was coming back from grade school. Um, and we used to have to walk home because the school wasn't, you know, it wasn't like five miles. It was close. It was like a mile away. So we used to walk home, and I'm talking sixth grade, seventh grade. So we're walking home, and uh, there was this dog that used to be in the backyard chained up. You remember the story? Okay, there was this dog that used to be in the backyard chained up. And we're young guys, you know. How old are you? Nine. Nine. I was a little older than nine, you know, maybe 11, 12. So we used to walk past this, this driveway, and just this dog would be, you know, ferocious. It would be barking, but it was chained up. So, you know, we just, nah, 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 you know, messing with it. So, uh, it just so happened that we do our normal routine. We walk past, uh, yo, sisters, please move up a bit. Because, um, mashallah, mashallah, push this over. Yeah, yeah, push this over. Because, brothers, it's, it's, it's very few. No, just pull it over. Pull it over. Thank you. And, and, and yes, come, come. That's the issue with Islamic functions nowadays. The sisters just like Mashallah. Mashallah. No issue. No issue. The issue is here though. Yeah. Inshallah. So so continuing this story, um, so we walk past the driveway and what I'm gonna talk I'm talking about ikhlas because the weight of an action all depends on ikhlas, only ikhlas. I'm walking past the driveway and we look at the dog, nah, 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 and normally it'll run and get yanked back. But all of a sudden it starts running and no yank happens. Woo! <laughs> Gone. So all of us, all of us, um, and, and, and one of my friends, like, he, he was running. And I normally tell them the story what happened to me. I'm going to switch this story. I'm not going to tell you what happened to me. But one of my friends is a very, very high fence. But with that dog coming, wallahi, he jumped that fence one leap. And afterward, it was like, 
you got ups, bro. Where, what's up? He's like, I don't know. But the thing is, when that, when that focus is on one thing, when you have your mind set on one thing, it adds immense strength to that action. And the example of the class is the same thing. That's why the Prophet said, two rakats, or a, a handful of sadaqa, like one handful of barley from sahaba, is like mountains of gold in our time today. Because that ikhlas in that one little bit, every grain was so heavy because the amount of ikhlas. And what does ikhlas mean? It means you only have one intent. And that dude hopping the fence had only one focus, to get away from that dog. And that's what gave that strength. Adrenaline too and all that, right? But you know, the point being is that the power of that ikhlas so what Ibn Qayyim and Josie here, he says, he says, so the first level of your righteous deeds are that you pray your salah, but your salah is so weak, it's so, it's, it lacks that kuwa that it doesn't even wipe away your little deeds. That's the first level. He says, He says, it's just like a, a, a weak medicine. A weak medicine that can't go against that hard headache you got. You know, you get those bad migraines and that 100, 200 milligram not doing nothing. That's what he's saying at this point. It's just, it's, it, the, the form of it is too bad and it's just not enough. Now, second level. The second level of your righteous deeds are and to call we must he says, now, the next is that your righteous deeds are a little stronger. So they wipe away the small bad deeds. But they don't even get close to the kabair that you're doing. They don't even get close to it. That's the second level. And number three, he says, It's strong enough to wipe out all of the sagair. And not only that, it still has a bit of power left in it. Has a little bit of power left in it. To even start knocking off some of your kabair too. So wallah, if you get stuck in a in, if you get stuck in a sin, that 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 maghrib you're about to pray, that isha you're about to pray, with enough focus in a khlas, can wipe out that kabair. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, indeed, the hasanat wipe away. Wipe away. Now, what does shaitan do right after the sin, though? Who are you? Who are you to go to the masjid? Look what you just did, man. You're just looking at haram, bro. You gonna go to the masjid? Nah, you don't deserve to go to the masjid. The masjid's for righteous people. How are you gonna break that logic? How are you going to break that satanic logic right there? Is the hospital for healthy people or sick people? That's how you break that satanic logic. Who's the hospital for? It's for sick people. Who's the masjid for? For me. Because I'm sick. And that's where I get clean. So that's how you break that logic. Shaitan, whenever you do those sins, he's going to just try to make you right away feel unworthy. And never ever let him drop your level. Never ever let him drop your level. You are always one instant away from the from friendship with Allah. Wilaya, we call it. Wali. One breath away. And in Ibn Allah Askandari, you know what he says? He says, some good deeds will push you away from Allah. I've said this before. But some sins will bring you to the door of Allah. How so? The humility that comes out for the sin. You do that sin, you're like, Astaghfirullah, who am I? What did I just do? You do that good deed, you're like, yeah, yo, what's up? Calling your boys, y'all went to Fajr today? You're like, huh? Bro, you don't never go to Fajr. So, so everyone got those three levels? Khair. Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah, he says, In the Sahihain, it is narrated. Bukhari and Muslim. Annahu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qaad, Ala unabbi'ukum bi akbar al-kaba'ir, 
Rasul he said, shall I not inform you of the the the, the, the uh, most extreme of the kabair sins? Sahaba, see, Sahaba understood that if they gained that knowledge, they could protect themselves from that adab. So when the Prophet says, Should I not tell you of the worst sins? They say, Not yes, they say, Bala. Bala is like, What's Bala? Yeah, and I don't want to say that. You can say that, I can't say that. Bala is like, that's the, he said it better, but like for sure, that's how we would say it. For sure, it means please tell me, bala, bala ya Rasulullah, please tell us. Baqal number one, ishraku billah, shirk with Allah. We'll talk about this more today. Uqul walidain, aqta. Rasulullah said when qiyamah comes close, uqul walidain means to cut off your parents, to cut them off. Aqta. It even means to rip. Right? It even means to rip. The Prophet said when Qiyamah comes, a woman will, a, 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 a woman will, a, a man will bring his friends close, a man will bring his friends close and push his dad away. Adana Sadiqahu, he'll bring his friend close and push dad away. Sign of Qiyamah. And another, the Prophet he said, a man will bring his wife close, wa'aqa umma, and bring, push his mom away. No, mom, I gotta take care of the man. Huh? What? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. So, so, and the third sin, was shahadatu zul, false testimony. Wallahi, wallahi, wallahi. You know, some of our cultures say wallahi on everything, yo. Wallahi, tallahi, tallahi. For no reason, man. Bro, it's just a sandwich. <laughs> it's just a sandwich. What you doing wallahi for? Like, wallahi is heavy stuff, man. Wallahi, wallahi. It's like, yo, chill out. I, I believe you. <laughs> Subhanallah. So, so subhan now, I'm going to read a few more of these, and we're going to talk more about this concept of, um, of, of major sins. It's beautiful the way... Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi breaks it down. In another hadith, Rasul he said, Stay away from seven mubiqat. What is mubiqat? Mubiqat means completely destroy you. Completely destroy you. And destroy you here, by now you should understand, means a spiritual destruction of your heart, but there's also physical implications on your body as well. Physical implications as well. Number one, Again, Sahaba, like, please tell us, Ya Rasulullah. Shirk with Allah. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Sihab, magic. Magic. To shed innocent blood. To shed innocent blood. Kabair. Those are the three so far. To consume the wealth of an orphan. What this means, if you, you're looking over someone, you're taking care of someone, now you're in responsibility for their wealth. Now, that kid doesn't know how you're going to use that wealth. And you use it all for you. But it was that, it was that child. So, aql al-mal al yatim Number, uh, number five. Aql riba Consuming riba. Consuming riba. Major sin. Mubiqat. Destroy us. Please pay attention. I, we live in a, a, a riba-based economy. We have to be extremely, extremely careful about this major sin. Next one. And to run away on the day when the armies meet. I'm going to come back to this one, okay? To run away, is when the two armies come together and everybody's like in it. you like, I'm at home. Yom Zahim and two armies come and you just dip out. Next one. To accuse a chaste, pious Muslim girl, woman of zina. And in any way to accuse anyone of zina. Major sin. Major sin. And this is something people throw around and share on Facebook like it's nothing. People just click share. 
Like, bro, you, that's, that's, that's a major sin right there. If you haven't verified that, you're going to have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that share. And the share is just as bad as the one who wrote it the first time. Based on other hadith. The share is just as harmful to society and harmful to your akhirah as the one who wrote the first post. <clears throat> so here, he says, he says, listen, the scholars differ whether or not, pay attention, this is beautiful. He says, the scholars differ. The scholars differ. Are there a set number of kabair? Or just a lot of things are kabair. So here he's saying the scholars of Islam, they don't really know for sure. Is there one set number of kabair? I know one hadith we read right now said how many? Seven. What's the first one? First one. Shit. Three. No, no, no. How many was in the first one? Three. How many was in the second one? Exactly. So the scholars are like, wait, is there a set number or not? So he says scholars differ. But look what he says. This is beautiful. He says, Qala Abu Talib al-Makki. He says, I've gathered all of the kabair from the words of Sahaba, companions of the Prophet And he says, I have realized that there are four kabair of the heart, four kabair of the tongue, three kabair of the stomach, two kabair of the fudge, private parts, two kabair of the hands, one kabair of the feet and one kabair of the whole body. Beautiful breakdown. Let's do it one more time. I want to memorize it. Four kabair of the heart. Four of the two. What was next? Okay. Three of the stomach. Two of the hands. And two of the faraj, private parts. One of the feet, one of the whole body. You want the breakdown now? Listen up. Number one of the heart. Shirk billah. Shirk billah. To associate another equal to Allah in your heart. To associate an equal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two. Al-Israr ala ma'asiyah. To consistently do a, a, a sin. Like Israr means like, Israr is when you, when you, when you persist. Persist. See, one thing is like, I do the sin and I'm like, stop for Allah, I'm not doing this again. And I slip into it again. That's different. This is like, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm not even, I'm ignoring the sin. No, I'm just going forward. Isra, I'm just going to keep doing it. Adil Masiyah, number two. This is dangerous. So what this means is, if you're stuck in a sin, the least you do is just after that sin, you're like, stop for Allah. Ya Allah, please forgive me. Ya Allah, you keep that shu'ur, that consciousness that no, I don't want to do this again. And if you want to do it again, then you make dua. Ya Allah, I hate that I want to do it again. Take that out of my heart. Ah, you see that? See, you may be saying, wait, well, I, I, I want to go again. So now what do I do? Okay, cool. Do you know what's this in? Yeah. All right, turn to Allah. Turn to Allah. Say, Ya Allah, please make this sin hated in my heart. Please change my heart from that. That's turning to Allah. Allah, take it out of my heart. Next one. SubhanAllah. Al-qunut min rahmatillah. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Qunut, losing hope in the mercy of Allah. That's a major sin of the heart. That thought, Allah won't forgive me, that's a kabaya right there. To lose hope in the mercy of Allah, Rasulullah, the, the Quran ayahs, uh, uh, Oh you, my servants who have transgressed against them, their own selves, never lose hope. Never lose hope. If you believe in Allah, you can't lose hope. Because belief in Allah means hope and better. You can't lose hope. So number three was, to lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Guess what number four is? Al-amnu min makrillah. The exact opposite. To feel peace from the, 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 the plan of Allah. Now let me explain this one. Okay. 
So one thing is to lose hope, okay? And, and, and feel like I have no hope, everything's going the wrong way. The other side that's a major sin is to feel like I'm all good. Nothing's going to do. What's going to happen to me? I'm good. Al-aman. Complete aman. That Allah can change your state at any moment. Do you get what I mean? Like there's this balance. Like the believer isn't walking around like, man, I'm done, dude. Going to hell. Right? But he's not also walking around like, yo, I'm good. I can do whatever. He's in between these two extremes. And that's where the believer lies. So if you're walking around in aman, like, no, I'm good. I'm good, no matter what. I'm good, aman. See, see the aman, see, if you look at Sahaba, what, what was the state of Sahaba? Did any of them feel aman? They're like, yo, I'm done. Everyone's like, yo, yo, you're Omar. What do you mean you're done? He's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm done. I'm done. I just hope for Allah's mercy. There's the balance, guys. Does everyone understand the balance? Does everyone understand there's a balance that has to be happen in your heart where I'm not walking out like, yeah, nothing can happen to me. I'm good. But at the same, because once you get to that state, then you, you become arrogant before Allah. Right? You become arrogant before Allah. Right? What's going to happen to me? I'm good. What is that? ila the one talking on Surah Kahf, he goes, ah, if I die, I'm still going to get better from Allah. SubhanAllah, what kind of audacity is this? Everyone understand? It's beautiful, the balance in your heart, the balance. So now those are the four of the heart, right? Alright, four of the tongue. Number one, shahadat al-zuhr. False testimony. Wallahi, wallahi, wallahi. Now those wallahis, wallahi, not, not joking, those wallahis are not major sins. Those are not major sins. Right? Those are not. This means shahadat to zuhur. To be like, yeah, I saw him do that. And you're just lying. Give a false testimony. Major sin. Number, number, subhanAllah. Like, subhanAllah, look at the type of citizen a believer is. You know what I'm saying? Like, a believer don't have to put his hand on the Bible and go to court. You know what I'm saying? Like, a ma that's a major sin. I'm going to put my hand on something. That's a major sin. That's like zina. You, you understand what I'm saying? False testimony is a major sin. I don't have to reclaim, I swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but, so help me God. No, that's, that's default for the believer because that's a major sin to do the otherwise. SubhanAllah. <laughs> Again, so number two was, to accuse a chaste woman of something. To accuse a chaste, any chaste person of something. Ah, now this is the wallahi that's dangerous. This is wallahi when you know you're lying. Al-yameen ghamus. And the word ghamus comes from the word because you're ghamasa in sin. Completely covered in sin. So this is when someone's like, were you at the store yesterday? you like... Wallahi, I wasn't at the store yesterday. And you know you're lying. That's Yamin Ghamus. And that is the Wallahi that's dangerous. It's a major kabaya. And number uh, four, sah? No? Number three is, uh, what's the, the question is, what's the difference between Shahada to Zuhr and Yamin Ghamus? They're similar. They're both sins of the tongue. But Shahada to Zuhr is to give a false testimony. Right? So one type of false testimony could be Yamin Ghamus. But any type of false testimony, if I was just like, this person hit this person. You just make up, you're, you're giving a, uh, evidence on something that you didn't witness. Okay? A false testimony to something. But Yameen Ghamus is different. Yameen Ghamus is when you say, Wallahi, you swear by God on something you know is not true. That's Yameen Ghamus. That was number uh, three. The last one is Saha. Saha. Magic. Magic. So only thing I'll say about this is a lot of Disney, right, is just flooded with that stuff. Right? A lot of Disney is flooded with magic. Harry Potter. Yeah, it's straight every you know I'm there, right? So I would say for the young children, you know what I'm saying, it's important to, to protect them from that because it becomes nothing for them. But it's actually a major sin in Islam. Sahar. Sahar was done on the Prophet Sahar. Sahar is real, guys. Sahar is no joke. Like we be, we believe Sahar is real. 
وما يعلمان من أحد حتى يقول إنما نحن فتنة فلا تكفر. The Quran tells us about two angels that were sent down and they taught people this in Babylon. Right? And they taught and they said, whoever learns this, we are a test, don't do kufr. But people are like, no, no, we'll, we'll learn, teach us. So they learn how to separate families. They learn how to separate family, a, a husband and a spouse. Cause fights between them. Learn how to cause problems in society. And this stuff is real. So the way you protect yourself from sahar is you read your du'as, man. Those are like vitamins, man. Like creatine. Right? Like creatine. Right? No, seriously, uh, the, uh, reading your ad'iyah in the morning, the four quluds will protect you from sahar. The quluds were revealed to take the sahar off the Prophet Those surahs were revealed to take the sahar off of him. So if he needed protection, what do you think you need? Even more so, you need uh, protection from sahab. And it's very simple. Three times in the morning, three times evening. I'm good to go. All my day. That's it. Okay? It's the sin of the tongue, though. Huh? It's the sin of the tongue. It's the sin of the tongue. You know, abracadabra, whatever, I don't know. What do you mean? I, they do spells with the tongue. I don't know. I'm not a magician. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I never did it, yo. Alhamdulillah. Allah protected us. <laughs> Alright, play. Let's go forward. Thalatha fil batan. Thalatha fil batan. Three of the stomach. Shurb al Drinking alcohol. Unfortunately, this is becoming more normal amongst Muslims nowadays, unfortunately, right? It's a major sin, brothers. Major sin. Major, major sin. I'm saying brothers because brothers normally are more involved in than sisters. So please, please understand that's a major sin of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it will ruin your entire life and everyone around you. It will ruin you and your family. Shurbul khamar. And based on khamar too, other intoxicants as well. Now don't ask me about weed. <laughs> Now as it becomes legal in this state, legal in that state, everyone's like, what's the fatwa? We heard it's all good. It's good legal don't make it right. Yeah, legal don't make it right. And it's a gateway too. It's a gateway, man. I'm telling you, it will destroy your life. Whether haram, halal, I ain't even gonna get into that. But weed, I'm telling you, it will mess you up. You won't accomplish nothing. You, will, your, your, you won't even be able to look your mom in the face. Even with Bizeem. <laughs> <laughs> I know Mine was before Islam though So I mean come to admit. That's one of my classmates He used to say man You did everything before Islam man You can't talk bro <laughs> The point being that Weed is a gateway drug It's dangerous Who cares halal haram You hear this fatwa that fatwa It will mess up your capacity To become a successful human being I'm telling you if you got medical reasons, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So Shurb al-Khamad, man, intoxicants in general, be careful. See, when I was growing up, we had these commercials. You remember the commercial? The mind is a, this is your brain. So that was when I was growing up. It, it was the war on drugs. It was actually the war against African-Americans, but whatever. Um, name the war on drugs. That's a whole different discussion, right? But, uh, you know, they would crack an egg. And then it was like, this is your brain. Then they turn it on and start crying, like, this is your brain on drugs. It didn't do much. It? <laughs> the point I'm saying is, listen, spiritually, it will mess you up, I'm telling you. So please, please be careful about uh, a weed. And if you have a problem, be real and, and get some help for it. Number three, number two of the sin of the uh, button, the stomach. Basically, it just means consumption. Consuming the wealth of, a, of an orphan. And number three, consuming riba. Consuming riba specifically. This means you're getting paid off a of riba. You know what I'm saying? So like I loan you and then you're like, oh, you got to pay me double, man. That, so now you're consuming riba. All right, now what are we moving on to? He says the two sins of the major sins of the faraj. The faraj, private areas. Number one, zina. 
Number two, lawat. Number one is zina. Number two is homosexuality. Major sin. No matter how the times change, don't lose fact that this is a sin in Islam. Regardless of how our society shifts regarding their views on homosexuality, you as a Muslim need to maintain that this is a disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is something we believe and you can't allow yourself to change on that. Regardless of how you may treat people, this does not at all speak about how we treat any of any person caught in any sin. And another thing is we don't identify by sins. We don't look as a sin as an identity. Please understand the, the identity politics that are going into these things. I don't walk in in a room and say, hi guys, my name is Michael. I'm a thief. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't recognize an identity through a sin. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fornicator. Now, Bibillah. So, so, so understand, we, we don't even recognize that as an identity. Now, people may have inclinations towards everything. But in the Dunya was meant as a test. Dunya was meant as a test. What does that mean? There's some hard questions, some easy questions. Question A might be easy for me, might be hard for you. Does that, does that make sense to everyone? Meaning we're all tried with different things. For you, stealing is like, why would I steal? For someone else, they have this impulse to literally steal. And you're like, wow, that's weird. Like not, nah, bro. It's like it's, I just want to steal it, right? Like, why? I don't know. I just want to steal it. So for you, that answer on the test is easy, but for that person, it's hard. So khair, we all have different things we're struggling with. That doesn't mean now we, we shift our view. We hold on to revelation, and that is a major sin in our deen. That does not necessitate how we treat people at all, at all. What if Nani and, and that also speaks about supporting something. Because none of these sins on here, am I gonna get there in line and start supporting them? Do you know what I'm saying? I will support people being protected from harm, but I won't support something to become normalized in my society. Does this make sense? Because I'm actually supporting something that goes against who I am. It's, it's I am an oxymoron. <laughs> Not a moron, just an oxymoron. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean by that? I'm supporting something which everyone knows it goes exactly against who you are and what you believe. So none of this implies how we treat people at all. And none of us can judge any other person. Because you got your sins, this person got their sins. But we will all keep the bar of sin where it is. We will all keep the bar. And we're going to say, that's the bar right there. If I fall short, I fall short. If you fall short, we fall short. But guess what? The bar stays there. Everyone understand? Don't let it be your generation that brings the bar down a bit. Don't let it be your generation that brings that bar down. That's all. And how do we navigate that politically? Well, that's what we got to struggle to figure out. But we do have non-negotiables and non-negotiables and red lines in the sand. Okay. We're at 45 minutes, and I promise my, you know, you know, alhamdulillah, my, uh, my better half told me last week was a bit long, so uh, we're gonna keep the class to. Uh, she was right. She was right. What was it? Alhamdulillah, but it, it was long. Last week we, we went for an hour and a half. And that was platinum. Huh? That was platinum. May Allah accept, man. May Allah accept. May Allah accept. So I promise we're gonna keep it from 45 to an hour. That's max. So uh, we're at 45 right now. I'm just gonna finish off this section, and then uh, we'll call it a night, inshallah ta'ala. Okay, so we did two of the faraj, right? Yes. Now next, two of the hands. Two of the hands. <laughs> Al-Qatr, murder. Murder. The Prophet Sallallahu said, when Qiyamah comes close, there will be Al-Haraj, Haraj. A lot of Haraj. The Sahaba was like, what is that? It's like murder, bloodshed. And the Prophet, you know what he said, SubhanAllah? The qatil won't know why he's killing, and the maqtul won't know why he's being killed. The killer don't even know why he's doing it, and the one being killed don't know why, why you're killing me. I don't know. Subhanallah. Subhanallah.
So I think we need to think about these things as, as, as murder rate is increasing, we need to have serious conversation about gun legislation. And I know I'm in Texas speaking about this, like, might get shot just talking about it. But, but seriously speaking, we really need to have a dialogue about should we be arming citizens like this? So that if I get in a fender vendor, I got a pistol on my side. Three weeks ago, Arlington, Route 20, 360. Fender bender, dude shot in the head. What? In New York, you just beat the horn and cuss at the guy. <laughs> you literally just swear, you say a few F words and this, that. You don't kill the guy. You know what I'm saying? Here they're killing people because I have a pistol on my, you know what I'm saying? So we need to really, really think about these things as a society that why are we arming people that have so much anger inside of them? Do you know what I'm saying? Everyone understand? All right, I forgot that nine-year-old is with us. My bad, yo, mom. All right, cool, my bad. Listen. Okay. He's good, he's good. All right, cool. All right, you don't like guns? Huh? You play the games. The games are whatever. There's one in the feet. One sin of the feet. Running away from the battlefield. Running away. So this is, look, um, you, it, if, it may, if it doesn't make sense to you, just think of this. Missing without leave. With absent without leave. You get court-martialed for that. AWOL. Same thing in Islam. Same exact thing. You want everyone's fighting, you're like, I'm out. Court-martial. Major sin. Like you're 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 supposed to have courage in that moment. You're you're risking the whole family back, the whole society, because of your 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 cowardice. So to run on the time when the Muslims need you the most. And what this speaks to is look at what the if the community needs your help. You know sometimes sometimes they make an announcement, brothers, we need some help at the masjid. And you're like, nah, man, I ain't going out. When they, when, when they need you, you, that's when you gotta come out. That's when, they, that's when the help is needed the most, right? So, but this is specific. This is talking about in the battlefield, you go AWOL. You just did, yes. What is it on? The... To turn and run away on the day when the armies come together. So, would it be hard on to, be, to have cowardice? Like, to, be, to show fear? Well, yeah, last week we spoke about Yes, juba, cowardice as a gateway to the sins. That the effect of a sin is that cowardice is put into your hearts. Read history about when the, the Mughals conquered the Muslims. Pure cowards. Pure. The, read the historic narrations about that. And the Prophet ﷺ in many hadith said that there will come a time when the nations will come and eat you come to, 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 to attack you the way we call people for a dawah. Like, yo, come, you want some food? Come on up. Like, the Muslims there, let's eat. And they said, will we be few in numbers? Prophesied some said, no, you'll be in many numbers. But you'll be like the, the, the foam on the top of the ocean. You have no weight. You have no backbone, no nothing. And the Prophesied some said, why? Because you'll hate death and you'll love dunya. Those are the two things that will cause you to reach that state. You hate death, right? Meeting Allah, you want to just stay here forever. And you love the dunya, want more dunya, want more dunya. That's crazy. Allah gives tawfiq, Last one. One sin that's connected to the whole body. Cutting off your mother and father. Cutting off your mother and father. Right? Go visit your mom, you know. Get the reward of Hajj. That's what they say. You know, some like, 
Because the hadith says when you go visit mom, you get the reward of hajj. So brother, like, yo, I'm going to do hajj right now. I'm going to see mom. Go see mom. Make that intention. Get that hajj, yo. Get that hajj. Make her smile. Make your dad smile. Right? That's, that's, like, 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 what's his name? Chavi, right? Made his dad, you know, his dad was his main thing. He's like, yo, I don't care about money. I don't care about CNN, Noah. My dad's going to get into me when I get home. That was the main thing he was worried about. That made me so happy to see. Like, subhanAllah, Muslims care about pleasing their parents because we know the value of family. Because if family is broke down, society is broke down. Right? But Allah give us tawfiq. We're at 51 minutes, inshallah. We will stop. We don't have class next week. Thanksgiving, day of shukr. Do whatever, eat your, whatever you eat. But the week after that, we'll get together, inshallah, okay? So not next, next Wednesday, we won't have no class, inshallah. The, the weekend after that, we will have a, a dance, inshallah. Many new faces, uh, alhamdulillah. Join us every Wednesday. We're doing this class, inshallah. Um, uh, there's leftover food. Please take it or else it's going to sit here. So, uh, you know, take it home. New York Eats, mashallah. I like it with Sophie. Let's make a short dua before we uh, get up, inshallah. Ya Allah, we ask you to give us the reality of whatever it is that we learned here today, Ya Allah. We ask you to make that a reality in our hearts, Ya Allah. We ask you to protect us from sins, Ya Allah. Whatever sins that we are addicted to, Ya Allah, we ask you to turn our hearts away from it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever sins we are addicted to, we ask you to turn our hearts away from it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever sins we are addicted to, Ya Allah, please turn our hearts away from it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the means to get close to you, Ya Allah. Give us the means to please our parents, Ya Rabbil Alameen, and make us of those who you are pleased with on Yom Al-Qiyamah. Wa akhir da'wana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alameen.